never told anybody that you were bruised, eventually they'll know that you were bruised because it's showing up. And so, depends on where it is, we wear articles of clothing that cover up the bruise. Because we don't want nobody to ask us what happened. Because we just want to give it enough time. Bible says that Jesus was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. With his stripes, we are healed. And so, class, listen to this. Right now, today, you are healed of all physical ailments, emotional ailments, heart issues, everything of the sort. You are healed of it You got to receive it and you got to walk it out. So you're healed. You're healed. Not trying to be healed. I'm healed. Any hurt, any damage, any pain from the past, I'm healed. Because he died and he received stripes on his back to secure that for me. Are y'all hearing this today? But we have to walk it out. Just like we are healed physically, we have to walk it out. We have to act on what we believe, and we got to have confidence in God that what he said is a done deal. So shout with me today. Say, I'm healed. I'm healed. Say, I'm healed, I'm healed. from the inside, from the inside out, out, from the outside, outside. in. gotta walk it out. Now, how do we walk this thing out? Now? How do we walk this thing out? Everybody okay? Now, go with me to Hebrews, please. Hebrews, please. Ah, glory to God. 
whom the Son is set free is free indeed. Okay? Now, there is not a lot of talk about uh, the blood of Jesus. There's not a lot of talk about the blood of Jesus. But just because it's not talked about a lot doesn't make it insignificant. We normally pay attention to it on communion Sunday. You know, we, we sing a song or two about the blood. We'll thank God for the blood that was shed for the remission of our sins. But that blood of Jesus is an extraordinary element. It's uh, go to go to Hebrews nine. Let's take a look at it. I can um, Hebrews nine. We're gonna read a couple of scriptures, so bear with me. And one thing I found out personally. Uh, first lady could attest to it as well. The power of the blood. Um, let's go Hebrews 9. First number 11. Hebrews 9, 11. Are you there? It says, but Christ being come and high priest of good things to come by a greater and more perfect tabernacle, not made with hands, that is to say, not of this building, neither by the blood of goats and calves, but by his own blood, he entered in once into the holy place, having obtained eternal redemption for us. He entered in how many times? Once. Now, you got to understand some things about custom here in order to understand the fullness of the scripture. The custom was that every single year a priest had to go in and make a blood sacrifice for the people to cover their sins. Got it? So they had to do it every year, each and every year, year after year. So one time didn't do it. And so they were using the blood of animals to take care of this. And so now the Bible is saying that Jesus, by his own blood, entered in one time. One time. He didn't have to do it year after year. He did it one time, and the Bible says, in verse number 12, he says, in a one time, in the, once in the holy place, having obtained eternal redemption for us. So in other words, once Jesus' blood was shared in the holy place for us one time, the Bible says he received eternal redemption for us. That means he never has to shed his blood again. That means he never has to go back in there again. That means we don't have to be, oh, glory to God, uncovered any longer because his blood covered once and for all. Bulls couldn't do it. Goats couldn't do it. Calves couldn't do it. But Jesus did it. So it took care of us. Verse number 13. For if the blood of bulls and of goats and the ashes of a heifer sprinkling, sprinkling the unclean sanctified to the purifying of the flesh. So in other words, the bulls and goats and calves, that took care of the flesh of man. How much more shall the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit offered himself without a spot to God, purge your what? Conscience from dead works to serve the living God. Okay, now, we got to understand this now. The Bible says that blood and of the goats and calves and bulls, that 
took care of the outside of man. That took care of the works of the flesh. But now, the blood of Jesus didn't take care of the works of the flesh. It took care of the conscience of man because the conscience or the heart of man is changed. The flesh of man will be changed. See, I can keep fixing my flesh, but if I don't fix my heart, I'm going to have to keep fixing my flesh. But all I got to do is fix my heart one time, and my flesh will be taken care of. Come on now. Ooh, Jesus, man, I'm about to run. No, understand what I'm saying. So he had to go, the priest had to go every year, every year to take a sacrifice, every year to take a sacrifice. And they said they had to tie, uh, tie a thing around the priest with a bell on it. And so if the, if the priest wasn't right, he'd go into a holy of holies, and the boy would drop dead because he wasn't right. And if they, if they don't hear the bells ringing, they just start pulling because he gone. But you know what? The blood of Jesus covered us. And so now we can go into the presence of God. We don't have to have bells and a rope tied around us because in his presence is the fullness of joy. And at his right hand, there's pleasures forevermore. Come on, talk to me. And I, I'm not worried about dropping dead in the presence of God because his blood covers. So the blood now of Jesus, the Bible says he went in once and it purged our conscience from dead works. That means it purged us from doing those works of, that's not like God. But how did it do that? Because it took care of our conscience. It took care of our heart. And so the blood of Jesus is an age of the cleansing agent to, to take care of of the weaknesses that's in our heart that causes us to do dumb stuff in our flesh. I got to say it like that so y'all can get it. Because people are doing dumb stuff because they haven't had their heart fixed. If you have malice and vengeance in your heart, you just end up doing dumb stuff like flattening people's tires, taking, scratching the side of that car, putting holes in the walls. That's dumb stuff. That's dumb. Want to fight everybody. That's dumb. Because one day, inevitably, you're going to meet your match. You're going to step to the wrong person one time, and that's going to be, praise the Lord. You might end up getting filled with the Spirit that day. Shama, shama. I had to pick on the wrong one today. But that's dumb stuff. That's dumb stuff. And dumb stuff is done because you haven't fixed what's in your heart. And so I'm bringing this all up because you can daily, by faith, apply the blood of Jesus to your heart. And that blood, through faith, can purge your heart of any hurts, any pains, any disappointments, any weaknesses. So you can end up having a strong heart so that you don't end up doing dumb stuff no more. But you have to apply it by faith. Father, I apply the blood. That blood that was shed for me, I apply to my heart now, thinking that the healing power that's, that's contained in the blood. You ever heard anybody say there's healing in the blood? The healing power that's included in the blood, I apply it to my heart now by faith, and I believe I receive my healing of my heart in Jesus' name. And you do that day after day, day after day. And, and before you know it, Serve 
love it. Write this down. Uh, write, go look at the message translation when you get a chance. Hebrews 9, 14. Look at the message translation. The Bible says the blood of Jesus cleanses us inside and out. That's what the message translation says. It cleanses us inside and out. Inside and out. And what can the blood of Jesus heal us of and, uh, and to cleanse us of? It can cleanse us from unforgiveness. Yeah, Christians do keep unforgiveness. Save folk. Feel with Holy Spirit folk. Harbor unforgiveness. Offense. Offense. Offense is designed to get you off so you can come to an end. That's what offend. Off, offense means. Uh, bad habits. Nasty attitudes. Fear. Unbelief. Bad thoughts. Etc. It can cleanse you of those things. Because if I have bad thoughts, guess what I'm going to have? Bad actions. Got it? If I have an offense, I'm going to be selfish. If I don't forgive, I can't be forgiven. Are you understanding this? And so now, it can purge me of these things. And if I'm purged of these things, anybody here ever, just let's be honest, don't lift your hands, don't lift your hands. Let's just be honest. Anybody here ever really, really, I mean, really, don't lift your hands, though. Tell your neighbor, say, don't lift your hands. Don't lift your hands. Don't lift, don't, don't lift. I mean, really, really, I mean, you really, really wanted to get somebody back. I mean, you really, don't lift your hands. Don't lift your hands. I mean, you really want, I mean, you know, you know what it means to be really, I mean, really want to. Don't y'all know that? I mean, you like, you like all night and all day, you thinking about, ooh, if I just get my chance, I am going to tear them up. No, don't raise your hand. 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 No, no, no. Just, just answer to yourself. Just answer to yourself. Oh my! I mean, it's like it consumes you. Why? Because hurt people want to hurt people, and so you get hurt, and you're like, "Oh my God! All I want to do is hurt somebody." And oftentimes, you hurt people that are innocent. got a knucklehead spouse that hurt you. And then you hurt your kids. You don't have time for your kids now. You're irritated with your kids now because of this knucklehead. Now, a knucklehead can be male or female. Don't, don't just think it's male. But I mean, really, one, I mean, it consumes you. You lay your head down and you close your eyes and you begin to envision imprint of the frying pan after I go upside their head. Don't raise your hand. Though. I'm, 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 I'm going somewhere. Jen, now just think of the feeling and the sensation that you had when you finally let that go. And you just let it drop and you it seems like everything loosens up in your life. It seems like just the, the sun rises, even though it's not, it's not, it's nighttime. It seems like you just, like, oh, like, you know, how to, you know, the, uh, you know, the, uh, you know, the music in the background. <laughs> Why? Because you let it go. What happened? Your heart was purged of that. And so now you can dream again. Now you can expect again. Now you can believe again. 
because you're not so consumed with getting back. How y'all hearing this? That's what it means. So when you apply this blood, that Father, I apply the blood over my heart by faith. I believe I receive my healing of my heart in Jesus' name. And when that time comes and when the pain goes, it's just like everything just lightens up around you. You become more efficient. You become more productive. You become more uh, easy to get along with. And even if the other person doesn't change, it don't even bother you no more. Cause you like you 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 just dumb you just dumb I just you you dumb I I, I see you like you are you, you dumb that's what the answer for us Pastor I'm behaving I'm behaving no but really you just sit back like I can't believe I used to let you get me off like that I can't you mean you mean I allowed you to take me there like that and you just you just go on and be like you know talk to the hand because they ain't listening. Because you're here, you're home, and you can deal with them and relate with them, but yet their antics won't get you like they used to get you. Y'all with me? You know, somebody stab you in the back. Just think about the day when you finally took the knife out the back. Boy, you can stand up straight and be like, okay, boy, I'm going for it. God allowed, God ordained me to use my imagination to dream big. You can stay dumb if you want to. I'm dreaming big. I'm getting all that I that I. Now we've seen it before. We've seen we've seen people prosper. We've seen people increase, even in the midst of dealing with dumb other uh, uh, ignorant others. Is what it, what it is. <laughs> Let me clean that up a little bit. Ignorant others. No, we've seen them. Seen them prosper, and yet they still messing with. them where they don't need to be because they are healed are y'all hearing me so we gotta apply the blood now when you do this with the words of your mouth apply the blood of Jesus to your heart it purges and cleanses your heart from past hurts and pain it's supernatural not something we can understand it's supernatural listen to this but it may not happen immediately but every time the devil tries to remind you about the hurt and pain Thank God that the blood of Jesus is cleansing your heart until the pain and the hurt is gone. Amen. Let me say, I'm not making light of anybody's hurt because all of us have gone through something and had opportunity to be hurt. All of us. Nobody's excuse. If you live long enough and you're around people, opportunity for you to be hurt. But some of us
show you already healed, and we walk this out through applying the blood of Jesus, right? Now go to Proverbs 17. Let's go to Proverbs 17. Give me one more point, and then we'll, we'll bless God. It's too much depression in the body of Christ. Too much depression. You, too many down people in the body of Christ. We have scripture after scripture that says we have the victory through Christ Jesus. We're more than conquerors through Christ Jesus. Let this mind be in you that's in Christ Jesus. We have too much, too much depression. It's affecting our ability to produce in this earth realm. Not an accusation, just, just an observation. It's time for us to get our joy back. Tell your neighbor, say, neighbor, it's time for you to get your joy back. Come on, go on and tell them, say, it's time for you to get your joy back. Proverbs 17, you there? We walk this out, number one, by applying the blood of Jesus. Number two, we walk this out by having a merry heart. I mean by that. Proverbs 17, 22 says, A merry heart doeth good like a medicine, but a broken spirit dries the bones. A broken spirit affects you to your very core. I mean all the way through. It, it reaches your bones. But the Bible says, A merry heart doeth good like a medicine. And so, our preface is saying it's too much depression. It's time for us to laugh again. Well, Pastor, there's nothing to laugh about. Just make up something to laugh about. Just go look in the mirror and just start laughing. Boy, you funny. Ah! No, you're going to have to find areas to laugh. It's funny. Uh, the very thing that uh, First Lady and I used to fall out about, I mean, fall out, I mean, just fall out, just fall out about. This is years ago, though. Say again. Yeah, just fall out with each other. Just, just get upset and attitude, and, and you know, don't speak for the rest of the day. Y'all know, y'all know how to. Yeah, yeah. See, see. Look, look. Y'all trying to be spiritual now, Pastor. I'm healed. Okay, okay. We talking about you yesterday. All right. So we don't have to go back two months. Yesterday. You know how you get. You know, you know, sucking your teeth, and you gonna want to be in separate rooms, and uh, you know got to pass each other and then make sure you don't touch, you know, body parts don't touch. See, we, we did all these games, so y'all know how, I mean, the kitchen ain't bigger than, you know, the kitchen ain't, the space between the counter, the two counters are like this, and then, you know, you go, you slide, and it hungry as can be, hungry as can be, and, the, and, and they in the kitchen, and you don't want to be in the same room with them, and you know you got to go in the kitchen and get something, and you just hungry, you like, Man, I wish they'd get out of the kitchen. And they'll sit at the table. They don't ever sit at the table. They'll sit at the table and eat and read a magazine or something. you like, I am hungry, but I am not going in there. And so the very things that we used to fall out like that about, we, we get involved in that, and, 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 we, and, and it's easy. It's easy to go there. Once, you, once you've done it, it's easy to go back there. But it's easy to go back there. I mean, you, you just find yourself down that path, and then we'll just realize, and we just look at each other, and one of us would just start laughing. And be like, and then the other one, you know, trying to, trying to go there. 
what you laughing at? I'm laughing at you. <laughs> That's why I'm laughing at. And so we end up being end up laughing together because it's so insignificant to the whole scheme of things that it's ridiculous. And so we just end up laughing, you know, go ahead and finish it, move on, and just enjoy ourselves, enjoy each other for the rest of the day, and just be done with it because we found ways to laugh. Because if you don't, the devil will provide opportunity after opportunity after opportunity for you to be mad. Talk to me, somebody. He don't need to work hard at it. And too many of us are going around, we're mad. We're mad and don't even know what we're mad about. But we're healed today. And we're going to begin to enjoy life. The Bible says he has come, that he, he, we might have life and life more abundantly. The Amplified said that we might have and enjoy life to the full, in abundance, until it what? Overflows. A merry heart doeth good like a medicine. Learn to laugh. Tell your, tell your neighbor, say, neighbor, learn to laugh. In any situation, you can find something funny. But you got to learn to laugh. Enjoy yourself. have one to live. Right? Amen? And so learn to laugh. That's why we have, you know, uh, certain opportunities we have. Uh, comedians come in and comedians will come in and give you something to laugh at. And I'm telling you, I don't know about you, you just feel better. You just feel better after you laugh. And so you walk this out by attempting or endeavoring to find the joy in every situation. I mean, I could be I could be fuming at my child right now because of what they just did. But let me keep things in perspective and let me enjoy them while they're at this point. At this point. Man, I had to find that because, my, you know, you come out of homes and, I mean, you, you look cross-eyed, you get a beating. <laughs> I'm going to beat you because of what you get ready to do. Y'all know what I'm talking about? I know you get ready to get in trouble. Come in. <laughs> to prevent you. <laughs> and so you come out of environments like that, and everything your child do wrong, you just want to beat man. Come here. I'm going to beat this foolishness out of you, man. Had to get a grip, man. Had to get a grip. No, I need to enjoy them and find the joy in parenting. Find the joy in marriage. Find the joy in your job. Find the joy in your serving God. Find the joy in your family. Find the joy in everything you're involved in. You can find the place called joy. Jesus says this, the joy I give you, the world didn't give you, and the world can't take it away. So we got to receive the joy of the Lord. And the Bible says the joy of the Lord is our strength. And so when we get that joy back, bless God, we'll be able to be stronger. We'll be able to have more endurance more fortitude, we'll be able to stand longer for the promise of God, and inevitably, inevitably, we will increase more because of our fortitude. Are y'all with me? We're not going to be giving up, caving in, and quitting in the Lord anymore because we have the strength of the Lord, because I've decided to be joyful instead of sad. 
You've been watching the Life of Faith broadcast with Dr. Wayne A. Fry. We pray that your faith has been strengthened and your heart encouraged by the Word of God. This broadcast can be viewed 24-7 at no charge at www.fccintl.org. And now for your convenience, you can make your contributions online. Join us next time on this station for another life-changing message with Dr. Wayne A. Fry.